98 FM's Now That's What I Call Sport Podcast. We shall begin, though, with a super Saturday for Irish rugby. And 98 FM's Nathan Whelan joins me in studio. Hello, sir. Good morning. How are you? I'm very good. Yourself? Good. I can't complain. Now, it wasn't just Leinster doing the winning yesterday. Yeah, it wasn't. All four provinces were in European action and all four with a win. In the Champions Cup, Munster looked very impressive with a 41-15 win away at Gloucester. Ulster had an incredible 26-22 win over Racing 92 in Belfast, handing the French side their first defeat of the campaign. While in the Challenge Cup, Connacht won 20 points to 18 against the Sales Sharks at the sports ground. But closer to home, Leinster had a very impressive 29-13 win over Toulouse at the RDS. Tries from Jack Conan, Dave Carney, Sean Cronin and Adam Byrne capped off a solid display with Ross Bourne at 10 in for the injured Johnny Sexton with some big names like Rob Kearney James Lowe and Devon Toner also out makes the win all that more impressive Leinster now sit top of pill one with one round left as they travel to Wasps on Friday who are yet to get a win a win would certainly cement top spot for the Blues Yes let's hear now from the Leinster head coach Leo Cullen who was very pleased with their win especially given they were missing a number of key players I think it's just a part and parcel of the game now or injuries so um, at certain stages during the season you're going to have to you know, deal with a certain amount of injuries being out. I think every coach has had to deal with it. Um, so you need to invest. I think, you know, what we try to do is invest in some of the younger guys during the course of the year. So making sure they're ready when they get their chance. So um, very, very positive step for a lot of guys. Yes, a very windy day at the RDS yesterday. And Leo Cullen also spoke about their game plan about the first half and the second half, playing with and playing against the wind in front of almost 19,000 fans at a packed RDS just up the road from us here in 98 FM. The man of the match was Gary Ringrose, and he says the roar of the crowd helped him. Yeah, I think any time you play against Toulouse um, and with how well they're playing, you, know, you really can't take for granted um, you know, beating them because not many teams can do it and not many more teams will. I've no doubt that, that they'll learn from that and improve off the back of it. So, um, yeah, we're over the moon against it. Sorry, in a packed out RDS, which is, as I was saying, the lucky guys that go out to represent the group, really, it's a special occasion to get out here playing in front of a packed out RDS, and, and we're grateful for all the people that, that paid to show up and, and support us, and it, it does pay off when we're out there. Now it's time to welcome a man who knows all about winning big games for Leinster, as well as the Lions and Ireland. Shane Byrne, how are you? How are we doing? Great stuff, Shane, yourself? Yeah, very good. Couldn't be better. Shane ready to go on a, on a big climb because tomorrow he's off to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. And you're getting ready, of course, for the 1st of February, which is the small matter of Ireland v England legends at the RDS the day before the Six Nations begins. So your training is well and truly in full swing. Yeah, <laughs> you can say that again. A bit of busy time coming up with all the organisation, trying to get everybody to come down and join us. Uh, great cause for the Doddy Weir Foundation and uh, injured players. And everybody knows it's a fantastic day out. So come down and join us February 1st, RDS, 7pm. Uh, and uh, yeah, doing Kilimanjaro in between. So uh, I'll just be back in time to get the boots on and get out on the pitch again. Very nice, very nice. And speaking of getting out on the pitch, the headlines in today's newspapers, Baby Blue steal the show. No Johnny Sexton, no Rob Kearney, no James Lowe, no Robbie Henshaw, no Sean O'Brien, no Devin Toner. No problem, says the Sun newspaper. And Shane, the Sun weren't wrong. Isn't it unbelievable? Like, you know, what a weekend, firstly, for Irish rugby. There's no doubt about it. But Leinster's performance really topped it I, I think you know you could say it all depends on what way you look at it but you could say nine internationals missing from that team we've always talked and lauded how fantastic Leo Cullen's 
squad is with Leinster. But this was the first time we were all a bit, you know, a bit worried because there were such huge experience experienced players missing and uh, and we all know that topped off with the world player of the year Johnny Sexton and it, it was a bit of a concern heading into this game because Toulouse before this game had been on a 12 uh, game winning run they were playing in the European Cup as if they had forgotten about the last decade of how terrible they had been and they were playing fantastic rugby and they came over here full of hope calling this that they were treating it as a final and Leinster just didn't listen to a word that anyone said about it and just absolutely tore into them. And every player that we needed to step up did. And I think um, in particular, uh, you know, Ross Byrne needs to get plenty of, of attention for that. You know, Gary Ringrose, I think, became a senior player uh, that uh, yesterday because he just he needed to step up in defence and attack and just be a leader considering the experience or lack of of the players around him and uh, oh boy did he do it in style become man the match by the end of the game yeah we heard from Ringrose earlier on on the show Shane and he spoke as well about you know the RDS and 19,000 just under 19,000 at the game a sellout and had the match been at the Aviva Stadium it probably would have been sold out there 50,000 as well but there is definitely something special about big Leinster moments and big Leinster wins at an old-style RDS, either under the lights or in the case of yesterday in the afternoon time. And, you know, you've played there many times, of course, as well. But there's just something really, really nice about that place being packed, it being so old-looking and the team being so brilliant there. Yeah, a very deliberate decision made by Leinster. They usually do when they have a big European game. They usually tip down the roads at the Aviva Stadium, which, again, is, is no bad thing. The atmosphere there is fantastic but deliberately to keep it in the RDS, to keep it as the cauldron there and the massive, massive success rate. I think we're back to 2015, I think it is, that they had a loss there. And, you know, that's, you know, they wanted to bring Toulouse to a very hostile atmosphere and the noise was absolutely incredible. Um, Part of the game, you know, you any listen to any of the commentators, radio, TV, you could hear the volume. There. The Leinster supporters are so important to to Leinster, to the players when they get going. And, you know, the volume that 19,000, well, let's say 18,000 and 1,000 <laughs> to lose, maybe, uh, that they honestly really spurred the team on to what was an incredible performance. Shane, you mentioned Ross Byrne there, and he came into the starting team for Johnny Sexton, the World Player of the Year, and the Leinster captain, mm. of course. And, you know, this time last year, Ross would have probably been number three in that position because Joey Carberry, who has been starring now for Munster, was also at Leinster as well. So I know that was in Ross's fourth European start yesterday, but he's just been so, so good. And again, for Leo Cullen, all these young players who are in the background when the senior pros are playing have proved again that when needed, they can do it. Yeah, but that's it. That's. Leo's squad that's the way it is like there's so many players that you know are on another team would be regular starters they would never be off the team but as they're in Leinster which is the best team in Europe that they are there and they're part of the squad some weeks they're on some weeks they're not Ross Byrne was certainly one of them as you were saying last year he was in rotation of three and probably sitting in third position fantastic player great control the you know, probably doesn't have the individual flair or the, you know, magic, be able to pull something magic out of the box as Sexton does. 
But such, you know, these don't sound like great words, but such a steady player, you know, he, his crossfield kick was immaculate. His place kicking was superb. His game management was brilliant. In fact, it was great to see the way on a personal front, I think it was one of the first phases, he himself took the ball on and crashed it up, you know, which would have cost Toulouse you know, by surprise, because when you expect the guy being put in and out half, you expect him to sit back a bit deep, but he took it on the line and crashed it right up and just showed him, look, you're going to have to watch me as well. But right throughout it, and he had to put his body on the line a few times for defensively, and as there was huge defensive patches in this game as well, and he epitomised everything that was great about that performance by this, it has to be said, you know, young team. Shane, over the last couple of years, Leinster in certain quarters have been a little bit criticised for lauding young players and keeping too many of them in the squad, even though they're not playing as much as maybe they'd like. And we've seen some players decide to leave to go to other places to get more game time. But Leo Cullen did speak earlier on. We heard from him about you know the investment that they put in youth, and that's just not a financial investment. It's it's time, it's energy, it's work on the training pitch as well. It's scouting across you know all the best young players in the country, probably from the age of twelve or thirteen and that is really paying dividends now about you know having a squad of 35 or 40 that when these injuries do come you do have top top young players in this country ready and waiting in the wings and Leinster won't really care what other people think of of their philosophy because clearly it works Oh absolutely without any doubt um, the proof is what they've been doing for the last couple of seasons not just right now and you know, Leo was, was I, I think I read somewhere this morning that Leo states as well that he's giving bad news every single week to somebody. You know, there's you know, the competition within the squad is so intense that no matter what way it is, no matter what way an injury depletes his squad he might have, he's still giving somebody who wanted to have a go, who thought he was ready to get into that team. And it just generates this absolute atmosphere within the whole squad that, you know, nobody, no matter where they step up to play, no matter whether it's Zebra away or, you know, Leicester at home, no matter what it is, it's a game that they will not let the pressure off, that they know this is their opportunity and they will get it because that's the great thing that Leo does. If you're good enough, he'll put you in. And, um, you know, everything about it is just leading to a case where, like, you've got the, the senior guys who, who came in again in the forwards. Reese Ruddock is, you know, captain the side, was superb. The whole back row, Jack Conan, who actually you could say is probably was under a bit of pressure. His form had slipped a little bit because Max Deegan has been playing very, very well. Uh, had a superb game. Scott Fardy just never, ever stopped working. And, and we all know when the squad is full, he doesn't get a start. And so many of these players are all benefiting from this atmosphere, this squad, what Leo Cullen has put together. And Shane, as well, it's probably impossible to buy the experience of... You know, a really important match yesterday and Leo did speak about he felt there was some added pressure on the players given the fact that they were coming into the game in second place and, you know, if Toulouse won it would have made things really difficult for Leinster of course as well and the fact that so many young players played as well heading in now hopefully to the quarter-final stage and of course there's loads more to come as well for Leinster but to play in a pressure game that really probably was a must-win that's again an experience in the pool stages over the years that Leinster haven't always had but they had that yesterday and that'll stand everybody who was involved in it in really good stead moving forward yeah well look this round five um, I don't think I've ever seen it so pivotal for the four Irish provinces 
it it was very definitely a, a decider round. You know, there were so many of the, of the pools have taken a completely different shape now because of the results over the weekend. And Leinster, it was part of that. If, if they had lost or had a poor results, the group kind of would have slipped them away. Now, they would be probably, considering what they have next week and Toulouse have next week, there's a fair chance that both of them will get through. That's probably where they're going. But it's all back completely in Leinster's hands. And that's the way Leo would have looked at this, was that plain and simply put themselves in a position where their destiny is back in their own hands and not have it decided by anyone else. Obviously, the home quarter final is something that um, is what they want. That's the main goal. But, uh, you know, just getting through, first and foremost, was decided in this fifth round because, you know, as I say, it could have gone completely awry if they had let this game slip. Great stuff, Shane Byrne. Thanks a million. All right, man. Take care. 98 FMs. Now that's what I call sport. Get the full show every Sunday morning from nine, only on 98 FM.